You're listening to Off Topic with Big Woo and Friends. Streaming live on the Big Woo Radio app. Here's your host, Big Woo. Yo, what's happening? What's going on? Welcome, everybody. It's Sunday. It's Off Topic Sports. It's Big Woo Radio. It's Big Woo. We got things to talk about. Eh, not a lot, but we got some stuff to talk about. It's sports. There's a lot going on. Even though, um, you know, you're in the house, you're in lockdown, there's no events, no NBAs, no that well, but you do have the you do have the draft coming up April twenty third. It's gonna be a draft like none other you've ever seen before. Um, it's gonna be interesting. So We'll talk a, bit, a little bit about the draft. want to talk a little bit about uh, what people are doing to satisfy their sports addiction. Uh, uh, what are you watching? Uh, what's going on? What's taking the place of the sports? Is it a new sport? Is, is there old sports you watch? Are there stories? Is it the 30 for 30 ESPN? Are you watching you know, documentaries, sports documentaries? Uh, it's a lot of that stuff going on, but... We'll talk about it. 704-489-3316. 704-489-3316. That's the number to get in. Thanks, everybody, listening live at BigWoodRadio.com. Everybody's downloading the Big Wood Radio app in your Google Play Store. And all our folks that search us out on the iPhone on the podcast app. We appreciate that. Uh, let's shout out the sponsors and supporters. Supporters real quick, and let's get into the show. Woodforce National Bank. Please go to woodforce.com. Men's Warehouse of Rock Hill, South Carolina, Gaston, North Carolina, 24K Rides of Rock Hill. Uh, uh, TCB 5400 Club at 5400 Nevin Road in Charlotte. Warren Publishing. Uh, one, go to warrenpublishing.net. Clover Parks and Recreations, Winthrop University, Clinton College, Porter Decals, the Hydrocephalus Association of America. Please go to nomorebrainsurgeries.org. Primetime Players Basketball, Coach Chris Thomas. The Connected Group, Mr. Kevin Glover. New Soul Music, Mr. Dark Eye. Black, Black Toby Society, some guy named Jay. Spring Hill Credit Solutions, graysheetdigital.com. Below the deck, Mr. Nick Fultz. Enterprise Management, Tony Nicole. SMG, Mr. J-Lock. Hats off to you, Couture. And All About Us Radio. Can't forget them. So, again, thanks, everybody, for joining us, man. We got a great, great uh, show uh, and some great topics lined up. Let me first introduce the fellas to you. First up, my man, James J.T. Thompson. He's in the building. What's happening, player? Yo, what's going on with you? All topic Sunday. Ain't nothing like it, bro. Ain't nothing like it. It's about to go down. And I got my man, JB, Mr. 299. He on the line. What's going on, man? Hey, I can't call it, you know, same coronavirus 19 Sunday, but we moving and grooving. Let's make it happen. Absolutely, absolutely. Also, I hope everybody is uh, staying safe. And uh, for those of you that have to go out, please protect yourself and be careful. And uh, if you've lost anyone due to the coronavirus, I do uh, send my uh, sincere condolences to you and your family. Um, so with the coronavirus, fellas, you know, people are inside and, you know, people, uh, well, most people are inside. I was out uh, today and it was just ridiculous how many people were out. But, but there were a lot of masks. I did see a lot of masks and gloves. And I've seen people, you know, in line. These businesses are now on, on, are only letting people in so many at a time. They're taking count of how many people go in. People come out and another person go in. It's almost like, you know, being at a, a real high, high end 
club or bar or something. They only let you let so many people in. You got to stand in line, and then when two people come out, they let two people go in. And that's what they're doing at Lowe's and Sam's Club and Sports Authority and just about everywhere you look around, um, they they only letting them in so many at a time. So that's cool, and people are standing in line, and they they pretty much uh, following the social distance length of six feet. Um, so with basketball being canceled, football, everything is canceled, of course, except the draft. This is probably the, 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 the most exciting event that we're going to get when it comes to sports. Um, this probably the rest of this year. I don't know. I don't know how long this is going to last. Hopefully uh, NFL talking about, uh, coming back and, and, um, I think soccer is talking about coming back and, and playing games in front of empty and in, empty stadiums with no, you know, no uh, fans in the building. That's going to be weird, but they get to play games. We don't get to watch them on TV, which that's where I watch them most of the time anyway, is on TV. But, um, with there, there being no, no sports to speak of, and, uh, as far as, you know, our major sports, uh, baseball is out, you know, football is out, basketball is out. Um, JT, what are some of the things? Well, I'm asking everybody in our audience, listening audience, you can call up 704-489-3316. Um, JT, what are some of the things that you're doing or you're seeing on TV related to sports uh, uh, more or less you know related to sports uh what are you watching on tv now one of the things that i saw that i thought was interesting that i'd never seen on tv before was axe throwing yes i said axe uh uh you know like wow. the axe with the <laughs> with the handle on the, the axe that you could kill somebody with i seen the axe throwing uh tournament <laughs> and I've never seen it on TV before. I've seen it. There's a place in Charlotte that you can go, and you know, I guess you can get out your frustrations, and you can throw axes at a piece of wood or whatever on the board. It's like, it's like throwing darts with an axe, right? So I thought, no, I won't do that. And they have beer and, and liquor, and they got a bar in there, and I'm like, there's no way in hell uh, I would survive something like that or somebody, whoever's around me would survive. Um, so, JT, what are some of the things that, that you're seeing in sports that you may have never seen before, didn't even know that, that they broadcasted or there was even a tournament for it or, or, or anything that might be, you know, uh, fulfilling your uh, sports addiction? Well, um, I've seen cornhole. Cornhole okay. they've had on TV, uh-huh. uh, tournaments and different things. I've also um, been watching WWE. It's been deemed essential. Okay. And they've been taping down in uh, Orlando, Florida. Uh, and then the w, WNBA draft the other night that was virtual uh, was pretty inter- interesting, mm. too, mm. because it highlighted um, a young lady out of Oregon who, um, you know what I'm saying, it was close to Kobe. She went number one. That oh, was wow. interesting. Mm. Um, also, it, it highlighted what Don Staley is doing down in, in uh, South Carolina. Has. He had um, a few more girls that went. And it's in the first round this year, and it's continuing to highlight what what type of program she is uh, building down there. Yeah. Uh, the fact that, that she's had several athletes go in the first round of the WNBA draft um, over the over her tenure down there, um, and, it, and it made me think about the fact that you know if we hadn't had a sports shutdown this year, we possibly would have seen South Carolina win the uh, women's national championship. But we did see history as Don Staley swept all major um, 
coaching award um, for for women's basketball, which wow. was, you know, a feat within itself. And I hope that it's celebrated once we get back to um, whatever mm. the new normal is. So I've been able to watch and appreciate some things. So I have an idea of what the virtual NFL draft will look like when we get that later on this week. Um, I find it rather interesting that technology is going to come front and center. Yeah. Um, to what is usually mm. in the background, what's going to come front and center with the draft. And um, I find this to be very interesting, man, um, as we continue to um, embrace what is going to be the new law. Yeah. Um, I do see Major League Baseball uh, talking about coming back in the middle of um, in the middle of May, um, possibly being held in Arizona. Um, has a central location to start off the season with all of the teams being housed um, and playing at different times. So that's the things out there, you know what I'm saying, that I've been watching and just coming, man, um, yeah. you know, due to what we're going, we got going on right now. Well, we're real resi- resilient as a people and as a country um, to adapt and adjust somehow, some way. You know, we find a way that there's always – Oh, uh, somebody out there trying to find a way. I noticed these uh, uh, television networks now, uh, especially like the sports ones, where they have it's a, it's a different type of earpiece that I'm seeing them them wearing their ear, and it cuts out a lot of the delay that you normally get when people are broadcasting in different locations. You know, there's usually a delay, um, but I've I've seen they've been working on that technology, and it's, it's getting a lot better. Um, so uh, JB, come on in here, man. What, um, what's some of the things that you've been seeing and, and been able to check out in the world of sports or whatever, or some things that you may have not known that was even broadcast that, that gets some love now because there's nothing else going on. Um, for one, well, let me say this, the ax thing you saw, I was watching that when we was back in high school. Cause they mm. used to have the steel competitions where they had the ax and the chainsaws. Right, right, and cutting law, yeah, yeah. So, but the one, yeah, thing but those, those was. Today, uh, hold on, hold on. I mean, those, those. I remember watching those, like with the the logs, the two guys on the logs, and they trying to knock each other off, and then they, they got the the tree climbing thing where they they cutting off branches and stuff like yeah. that. I know, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember. That. I used to love watching that stuff, man. But but you know, ESPN always gonna put something extravagant on. Right, but they had the axe on that zone, but yeah, yeah. Um, it's, and it's funny you ask this question and how JT mentioned technology because yesterday um, I was watching television, man, and I'm a, I'm a huge race fan. I watch NASCAR, uh, you know, uh, uh, Superbike, AMA, MotoGP, um, Formula One. Mm. And I'm watching a Formula One race yesterday, whoa. And I'm like, where the hell is this race at? Because, whoa, it looked. For 10 minutes, Wu, I'm sitting here trying to figure out where is this race being held, and I'm in commentary, <laughs> and I'm watching these dudes race. And it's a video. It's a simulation. <laughs> yeah. All of these racers, the racers actually are in their homes, and they have simulators. Yeah. And what happens is they log in, and they, and they pick a random track, and they get an opportunity to set the car up, test the car, and you can see they're actually getting the same – G resistance, like when you go in some turns, you're pulling two, three Gs yeah. where they have that type of resistance. And that, and you got 20 guys on TV racing like you playing Xbox. <laughs> I mean, even down to the pit lane, 
getting penalized. I mean, whoa, it blew my mind. So wow. this new iRace series, man, I think it's phenomenal. And um, outside of that, man, um, I've been watching a lot of cooking competitions, man. Yeah. Oh, okay. The barbecue okay. pit masters and the um yeah, the, yeah. Uh, the 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 guy the guy grocery the guy Fieri grocery of mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah 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 I've been watching a lot of a lot a lot of that stuff, man. So that's been up. That's what's been up with me, man. You dig? Yeah. So I mean, a lot of people probably getting some love that probably wouldn't get love if you know if the Major League Baseball was going on or. Or if they were talking about the um, the combine, or, uh, or 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 talking about the uh, getting ready for the the, the um, new season in the NFL, you know, there's not a lot of talk about that. I mean, there's there's talk about, of course, the draft that's coming up uh, April third. I mean, April twenty third. But uh, there would be so much more talk about getting ready for the NFL season and stuff like that. So I'm catching like 30 for thirties, you know, the Michael Jordan, um, documentary and, and, uh, I'm definitely catching up on some, some shows. Like I, I get together with my, my family every week on zoom, uh, my family that's in different states, my cousins and aunts and stuff like that. Um, and we get together on zoom and then we, we talk about stuff like which, you know, what, what's a good, uh, TV series or whatever or we talking about the stock you know how we, we what's a good stock out there because i got a little cousin that's a trader and uh so he he kind of keeps us up to breast on what what's uh, uh good options out there for stocks and things like that but um but yeah I, it blew my mind to watch this axe throwing competition uh tournament and to see how good these guys were throwing because what what it was, it was like they'll tell them where they need to throw the axe, right? And both guys, it'll be two guys, and they got to, you need to get um, like five or six bullseyes in a row. So these guys got to make sure that they throwing, and they throwing bullseyes like it ain't nothing. You know, and if you go just a little outside the line, then you, you kind of, you don't get the point. But then they got a little dot on the left, side of the of the bullseye it's a it's a wooden you know uh bullseye target you know and it's got like a little dot on the on the left side and a little dot on the on the right side and so they they say they they go from bullseye to now you got to hit the dot six times you know it's like what you can just and it's just it's just a crazy it was i was watching i was like man i never knew that this was an actual tournament. So for these guys to be that good means that this has been going on for a while. Like you said, JB, that there's been, you know, when I seen them in the, those uh, those competitions back in the day where they was like climbing trees and, and you know, taking chainsaws and, you know, cutting stuff. And, and it was a two-man uh, handsaw thing. They had a, a, a saw piece of wood, a, a, not a piece of wood, it was a big tree that they had to saw a little a round piece off the bottom of the tree. It was two men doing it. You know, it was back and forth, back and forth. And then you had a, the 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 uh, chopping the wood in half with the axe. But I've never seen an axe throwing competition, and it just blew my mind. I was freaking out about this thing. Uh, but that's that's kind of the, some of the stuff that that I've seen. That one of, one of the things that stood out to me was that axe thing. But uh, you know, cornhole cornhole uh, like JT said. You know, something I've 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 seen regularly. Uh, I think uh, Johnsonville 
they have a, a yearly cornhole championship because I said I was going to get in that thing because I'm pretty good at cornhole myself. But, uh, you know, y'all might see me on there one day on ESPN uh, uh, slinging them beanbags one day. But, uh, hey, whoa. Yeah. I thought cornholing was a West Virginia game they did at Family Reunion. <laughs> Yeah. Um, it it made its way across. It made its way around the world, man. I'm trying to. It may have started in West Virginia, but man, they do it all over the world now. I mean, it's like it's crazy, um, and it's some it's some dudes that's really really good, man. And I, I but I watched this Johnsonville thing last year, and I was like, I was watching some dudes. I was like, man, I can beat that guy. You know, I think I might get in. They get they giving up some good money too. I think they giving up. Uh, might be a hundred thousand dollars to the winning team, you know. So you take your brother-in-law out there with you with a MAGA hat on. Y'all get a lot of support. Man, he be, if, if he can play, if he can play, he can't play though. That's the problem. He can't play. He can't play. At least I know I'll be safe if I go out there. They won't. Get, they, won't they won't try to get me if I got my brother-in-law with the MAGA hat on. We good. Uh, but anyway, seven zero four four eight nine three three one six. Give us a call if you want to uh, tell us some things that you might be doing um, that um, that we might not know nothing about. You know, you can even talk about right today. I'm I'm down with talking about you know TV series or movies that on Netflix that that you can um, that can keep us busy. It might be some sports movies that we ain't never seen or. Or talked about before, but uh, if you want to do that, that's that's great. You can get in and do that. Um, also, I want to talk about, um, you know, since you know the NFL and who is going to be that surprise team that that comes out of nowhere to, um, you know, just go from worst to first. Like uh, who did that? The, the San Francisco, right? They went from worst to first uh, in their division and. Uh, another team turned it around this year. I want to say it was Buffalo, but it was uh, it's, it's teams like that out there that that every year they look like they the you know the bottom of the barrel and and just turning around Ooh. out of nowhere. Wasn't that San Francisco um, JB that that was uh, until they went to the Super Bowl this year? But the year prior, didn't they only win like four games or something like that? Yeah, they won four. They won four games and uh, ended up winning the division this past year, going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, you know. So we're uh, looking for those sleepers like that right now. So if y'all know some seven zero four four eight nine three three one six, or y'all have y'all idea on who it might be, um, we're gonna talk about that as well. And then, and um, I ain't gonna I ain't gonna hold y'all long today. I ain't gonna keep y'all the whole hour today, but. Uh, uh, we did, I did want to get on and um, you know talk about that and get some ideas of what I could be watching during this uh, coronavirus lockdown. Um, even though I still go to work on a daily basis, I get off early, so now I got a little bit more time to watch some things on TV, whereas I didn't have before. So um, yeah, don't don't hesitate to do that. All right, um, let's take a quick break, and on the other side of the break. We're going to talk about those sleeper teams in the NFL. Who's going to be that sleeper team that goes from worse to even the Super Bowl like the uh, 49ers did this past year, uh, going from the worst in the division, you know, I mean, pretty much worse than the NFL, um, and then turning it completely on, around. Last, last, 
I mean, they won four games. Four games, man. They won four games. They had, they had to be the worst. One of the top three worst. <laughs> right? Who lost more games than them last year? I mean, maybe the... Mm-mm. Nope. They, they were pretty bad. They're pretty bad, JB. I mean, bad as Detroit and as bad as Cincinnati. Oh yeah, I Cleveland like was pretty bad. Yeah, the, the year before. I mean, you, you really, yeah. have, you really yeah. have to look at too. They were competitive. The one thing they was missing was good quarterback play. They were yeah. playing with third string, second and third string quarterback. Sure, sure, sure. I mean, and your boy so, came in. He was he 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 held it down. He was he was a um uh what do they call those quarterbacks that. Ain't gonna really win games for you, but he ain't gonna lose games for you either. So they kind of like uh, uh, one of those one of those quarter, in between quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna put all this to rest. <laughs> if, if Bill Belichick, uh, doing, doing the winningest coach in NFL history so far, if Bill Belichick was looking to get rid of one of the best quarterbacks we've ever seen next to Joe Montana, and he's the highest drafted quarterback as a second-round guy under Bill Belichick's regime since he's been a coach and been a general manager, that should tell you something what Bill Belichick thought about him. Mm. And let's not forget, mm. and let's not forget, not only did he give him, let him go, he gave him away. Pretty much. Pretty much. You know what I'm saying? That's, so that's I think lot. when you look at what, I, I think, you know, he, he, he was a missing piece for a lot of teams. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But, I think moving forward, the one missing piece, the one piece people have to pay attention to is your boy in Houston because I don't think him and Bill O'Brien are going to be able to sustain a relationship no. and he's not going to want to sign his new deal, especially what they did to be hot. So yeah. Um, yeah, uh, I tough. think he's going to be the next hot guy coming up off, coming on the table. Absolutely, absolutely. So we'll talk about that too on the other side of the break when we come back. So keep in mind what you got, who's going to be that sleeper team um, coming, you know, next year in the NFL, who is going to be that from worst to first team in the NFL. We'll come back. We'll talk about that. Keep it locked right here. Off Topic Sports, Big Woo Radio. Yo, what's up, family? This is Corey Big Woo Woods from Big Woo Radio. Here to talk to you about Gray Sheep Digital. That's right, Gray Sheep Digital. G-R-E-Y, SheepDigital.com. Gray Sheep Digital is a digital marketing agency that helps your business attract attention in a very noisy world. They specialize in website optimization, social media growth, marketing videos, and brand awareness. So if your business is having problems with the website, the way it looks, Sometimes we don't get that professional look like we want. Or if you're having trouble being seen on social media, give my man Marcus Woodard, the owner and digital strategist, a call at 704-626-1599. Again, that number is 704-626-1599. You can also hit him up on Facebook and Instagram at Gray Sheep Digital. That's G-R-E-Y Sheep Digital. You'll be glad you did. And make sure you tell them Big Woo sent you to get the friends and family discount. Hey, this is James J.T. Thompson from Big Woo Radio. Hats off to you, Couture. Everything is made, not manufactured. Your one-stop shop for handmade hats and more. How to get in touch with them? www.etsy.com slash shop slash hats off to you, Couture. Officially endorsed by Big Woo Radio. Radio.
Hey, hey, the new Mount Olivet AME Zion Church, located at 527 Dave Lab Boulevard in Rock Hill, South Carolina. Presiding pastor is Dr. Carlton Brown. 9 a.m. Sunday school with morning worship service starting at 10.05 a.m. Eastern. Thank you, and please join us soon. Listen to Big Woo Radio. Y'all hear what I say? I want y'all to listen to Big Woo Radio. This is Big Woo Radio, a station for the people, by the people, serving Rock Hill, South Carolina, and surrounding areas, Charlotte, North Carolina, and surrounding areas, serving worldwide at BigWooRadio.com. Thank you so much for listening. Welcome back to the program, 704-489-3316. That's the number to get in, 704-489-3316. Hey, I'm sorry, fellas. Y'all didn't even get to hear none of the commercials. Well, it's, it's all right. Y'all don't hear commercials anyway. Um, but, uh, yeah, thanks, everybody, for listening live on BigWoolRadio.com. And download the Big Wool Radio app in the Google Play Store. If you haven't done that, please do that now. Um, or if you um, know a friend that hasn't done it, because if you're listening, then you probably have already done that. But um, uh, tell a friend. Pass it on. And I actually... Uh, don't forget to uh, follow us on all of our social media at uh, Radio at Radio everything. Big Wheel Radio on all social media. And um, tune in Tuesday for the JB, uh, Mr. 299, and the poet that got us, Renee, for the Bruliana Show, 7 p.m. every Tuesday. No children allowed, please. No children. Uh, this is a parental discretion advised show. In other words, uh, please don't let your kids listen. <laughs> yeah, that's bad. That's absolutely bad parenting if you let that happen. Um, and then uh, the Florida Poetry Show Friday. You can let them listen to the Florida Poetry Show on Friday with Nima Shining Star L, JT, and myself. Uh, that's every Friday at six p.m. and it's uh, more of a family-oriented show. And uh, of course, we're here Sundays at six to talk sports with you. All right, so, uh, yeah, uh, we talked about uh, earlier, we talked about, uh, you know, what what's out there, what are you watching, what, what's keeping you, your, your sports fix intact, uh, or what's taking the place of your sports, um, the, your love of sports to watch sports, and whether it's the NBA or whether it's uh, the Major League Baseball or whether it's soccer, all of that is done. College basketball, we missed March Madness. You know, WNBA, none of that. You can't get none of that right now. So what are you doing uh, to watch? I mean, what are you watching to uh, fill the void, uh, so to speak? And I uh, I watch I watch the Axe Slinging Tournament. Uh, it's a, it was a, a, amazing. It was amazing to watch. I thought somebody's going to get hurt. What if that Axe go backwards and people behind just get 
mangled and, you know, axe gets stuck in somebody's head. That's the only thing that kept going through my mind, man, was like that axe is going to go through somebody's head and they're going to have to cut to commercial, but it's going to be too late. The damage is going to be done. Some kid is going to see an axe go through somebody's skull. Um, but it didn't happen. And I don't know if, if accidents like that happen at all, but they have a place in Charlotte here that has a place where you can go and you can you can sling you know axes up against the wood you know it's like uh and they it's in a bar of all places a bar let's see you got liquor you got drunk people you got people that might get in a fight get mad and there are axes available <laughs> come on man that that don't go together that's going that's an accident Whoa. waiting to happen that's an accident waiting to happen baby but then again, we'll, we also have to consider the demographic that's engaging <laughs> in these activities. See, see, look here. It, it, yeah. I'm, and I don't mean to be funny because I know we have, we, it's, there, you know, there's white, there's white men and women that listen to our show. Sure. You know, as well as there's people from other ethnic uh, backgrounds. However, we tend to, if you just watch ridiculousness on MTV, yes, watch the percentage of one of my favorite shows that 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 you see. Um, that 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 I mean, they just take over the show. Every now and then, you're going to see a Hispanic or an Asian or a brother or sister. Right. But for the most part, though, I'm gonna have to say 95 percent of the time, it's white folks out here doing this crazy stuff. Woo. Yeah, it's Brad's or Becky's. Brands of Becky's. <laughs> <Brands of> <laughs> <Bekis. laughs> yes, indeed. Look, uh, you, but, you get pulled over by the police on the way to work in the morning and see what <laughs> happened. That's an experience within itself. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> but I think, you know, uh, you know, uh, and JT mentioned cornhole and, and, you know, a lot of stuff that he was uh, able to see. Um, due to the fact there's you know not really much going on, and so a lot of the stuff that gets put on the the back page has made it to the front page. You know, with, he he mentioned uh, Don Staley. For those of you that don't know, Don Staley used to be a um, uh, I think she was a point guard for the uh, Charlotte Sting when Charlotte Sting was in in town for the WNBA, and uh, so she's uh she is now head coach for the South Carolina. Uh, Gamecocks women's basketball team. So it's um, and she's doing a heck of a job. So she's got multiple awards for uh, her accomplishments as a, a head head basketball coach. And uh, like JT said, hopefully that that'll come to stay in the in the on the front page when when everything gets back to some semblance of normal. Because um, I don't think anything is going to be n- normal after this. I think things are going to. This is going to. Um, have people do things a little differently, especially like major brands and stuff. And, you know, your big box stores, they're, they're going to do things differently to make sure that, you know, this kind of stays, you know, safe, you know, despite even in, you know, what they, when they find a vaccine or what have you, I think they're going to do things, especially during the flu season. I think they're going to continue to do some of the things that they're doing now just to be safe. But um, so that's that's one of the things that we talked about. And you can still call in and talk about that. Seven zero four four eight nine three three one six. You can still talk about what it is you're watching on TV. Um, but now we want to shift gears a little bit uh, to uh, who 
what's that team, that NFL team that's going to go from worst to first in the NFL? Um, kind of like the uh, San Francisco 49ers did with uh, four wins the prior season and then come back the next season and win their division and even get to the Super Bowl. They lost. But, I mean, you're talking about a four-win team going all the way to the Super Bowl. And it happens uh, every so often. And just about every year, there is a team that's in the bottom of the basement that turns it around and and, and does well. Either win a division, goes, goes to the Super Bowl. Huh? Dallas is the one team that remains consistent when it comes to not turning it around. We, well, I mean, we we just don't yeah. turn it up. <laughs> we don't turn it up. We just kind of just right there mediocre every year. Eight and eight, nine and seven. You, your team, Dallas is the epitome of mediocrity. Yeah, and, well, and especially we, with going we never hit the bottom right though. Now. We never huh? get to the. We that never. We never hit the bottom. We never hit the bottom. <laughs> that's definitely. That's definitely uh, the truth. We we don't make it to the bottom of the barrel. You know, we just right there floating around in the middle. We don't never hit the bottom. But um, but JT, what is one of the? Uh, is is there a team in your mind that you have that might be that team that goes from? the bottom to the top. And right now, man, it's so early, um, you know, to kind of analyze. But if I had to say off the top of my head, maybe uh, Las Vegas Raiders mm. or San Diego Chargers come to mind right off, right off the bat. Okay. Las Vegas Raiders. I, yeah, that's a good one. They, they had a bunch of picks this year. So if those pan out, ain't no telling what can happen. I still think, you know, I know it's too early to tell JT, so I'm not going to hold that against you, but uh, I still think they may be a year or two away um, just to see how their picks pan out. But, you know, if they pick right in this in this draft coming up, you know, they, they could definitely be one of those teams to turn around. San Diego could uh, definitely, because they, they had, you know, a pretty decent team to uh, 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 with, with Phillip Rivers. But you know they they just underachieved. Um, but yeah, those those are two good ones. Um, JB, who you got on your mind? I'm looking at Miami. Mm. Um, when you look at Miami over the last four games, you look how that defense started clicking, and then the offense. The, the, even though they didn't have all the components there, they they started playing where they were competitive in those games, but look at what that defense did when they went to New England and, 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 and closing out Tom Brady's last game in New England. And with the picks they got this year, I think Flores is doing a tremendous job there. And I think if they get the right quarterback in, I think they're going to need a veteran quarterback if they do decide to go with Tua, who I think is the best fit for them. Um, Miami's going to be that team that, they're going to have one of those defenses to look out for, man. If they get a good running game and a young quarterback in there, I think we can see them do what uh, um, what, what McVay did when he went to with the Rams and resurrected resur- – well, I can't even say he resurrected that, that, that garbage QB's career, but he made him look good for a year to get paid. Yeah. But they could turn it around and, be, and go to the playoffs. I, I really think so. Hmm. 
Well, I mean, I I definitely agree with Miami. Miami just showed me something. And, you know, I have seen teams that, that, that do well at the end of the season and, you know, they still fall off when they come back. But um, I think their coach is resilient, and I think he's um, he gets his players to play for him. Uh, I think they. I think his players. It seemed like his players really like him because they could have. They could have easily uh, packed it in because they started the season out. I think it was zero and seven, maybe something like it was something Dang. ugly, huh? Yeah, but remember yeah. this too. Will. He 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 he's got he's got a couple of Super Bowl rings. Yeah, he coached in New England, yeah. so he comes off that Belichick defensive tree, sure. and, and 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 you know. Um, let's remember that what happened with Bill Belichick when he first went to Cleveland. Okay. And yeah. Cleveland didn't give him a fair chance. And when New York was going to give him a chance, he, he, he turned it down and he went to new England and look what he was able to do. Yeah. And you know, it's only a couple of coaches who's actually left Bill Belichick and you see them be successful because they've had an opportunity to build sure. and grow. Sure, you yeah. know? So, so right now, so right now, his second year, his second year um, at the helm, if he can get his quarterback, you know they got they got some good running backs on that team, and they shore up that offensive line and get them a number one wide receiver and another tight end. Miami's going to be clicking. They're going to be a problem this year. Yeah, I think you should give all coaches. I mean, if you hire a coach, you got to give them at least four to I'd say even five years. You want him to really be able to change the culture and and and, and implement his uh, system, and it takes time. It takes draft picks. It takes, and I think you got you got to give a guy more than a coach more than four years, um, to to especially if you if you come into a program or organization that's just been terrible, um, then right. you have to you know if, you, if they've been in the bottom of the barrel for the past five six years. Then you can't expect the coach to come in in, in two years, three years to turn this thing around. You got to give them four or five, or maybe even six years before you pull the plug on them. But let me give you my um, let me give you my team. And and as much as as much as I've been giving Tom Brady hell, <laughs> and I've been giving Tom Brady a lot of hell uh, about his decision to go to the not not necessarily his decision, but the the hype surrounded about around Tom Brady, but going to the Buccaneers, uh, which I think you know it's all about all to do for nothing, um, because I don't think he's really going to be this super uh, quarterback that they expect him to be in Tampa Bay, like he was in 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 uh, New England for the, his first ten fifteen years. He's not going to be that guy, um, and. Um, I think, but I do think Tampa Bay will be better for adding him. But number one, he's not going to be a Super Bowl. Uh, it's not; they're not going to go to the Super Bowl. They're definitely not going to win it. And Tom Brady is, is not going to be this guy that's just like looks, you know, like he's twenty again. It's just that he's going to be one of those game managers. He's not going to turn the ball over a lot, and he's not, you know. He's not going to make those mistakes, and and if 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 healthy, Tampa Bay will make the playoffs, and that's that's kind of uh you know going from the bottom to you know uh, the top. So that I, I think in, in that sense, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 
may make the playoffs or they will be definite contenders for the playoff or playoff berth, but not, I don't think anybody's going to mistake Tampa Bay for winning the Super Bowl. I think they'll squeak into the playoffs, maybe get a wild card, get into playoffs, but that's, that's about it. Um, let me bring my man, big Les in the building. What's going on, big Les? What's going on, everybody? Long time no talk to, man. Everybody know, man. safe, I hope. Yes, sir. Good <laughs> to hear up, from bro? you, brother. Good to hear from you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Good to, good to be be on, doing something, staying busy in this place. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, uh, Big Les, let's bring you in on the conversation, man. I'll bring you up to speed. Uh, we were talking about teams that are going to go from the bottom of the barrel, from worst to first. Uh, in this upcoming uh, football season, we know it's early, and it's you know everybody ain't really had a chance to do the analysts. But just from what you've seen from teams at the end of the the year last year, um, who's who who in your mind, or is there somebody in your mind that that you think would would be uh, uh, like San Francisco, who went from winning four games the year before to going to the Super Bowl? Uh, is there a team? Uh, that you see that may replicate that success? I don't know about being last and going to the Super Bowl. I, I don't. I don't see that. But I do see maybe some teams with a chance to improve on upon new grounds that they haven't made it that far before. Um, I, I think the Browns are gonna are gonna improve. Mm, yeah, you know, I know. Every, I I, say that. Especially every, you know, everybody Whoa. up in Cleveland and in this area, you know, they they want they want the Super Bowl. Like they want like when you like this is a brown like people like the Browns more than they like the Bengals. But people they see they'll get one piece to the puzzle and they think they're gonna win the Super Bowl. And I don't. And everything is gradual. You know, if you look at everybody's very few teams, even like do what San Francisco has done. So usually it's usually a gradual piece. So I, I think the Browns may be able to do something. I, I see improvement in them. I think they won't be a surprise, but they will be a surprise in a matter of sense. I think since Brady has left New England in that system, I think Buffalo is going to have an opportunity to go to the next level next year mm. if they keep all their pieces together and, and they strive. So those would be some teams I, I like to. I like well, to see um, get better. I like you said before, Tampa Bay will probably get better. Yeah. Um, I don't. I'm trying to think. I can't. I don't have all the teams in front of me, so I'm just trying to kind of go through the yeah. I go get through it. the I division. That's cool. Yeah. So, but the the I mean the the Bills. I believe they didn't they make the playoffs this past year or did it? It was ten and six. They went ten and six right. this year, and they lost to the Texans. And um, that's right. That's right. In the uh, in the, you know, in the first round, in the wild card game. Wild card, right, right on, right okay. on, right on. Okay, all right. Yeah, but they, you know, they were they were pretty decent. But um, yeah, I get what you're saying, and I and I was going to say the 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 Cleveland Browns earlier, and like you said, uh, Coach, to piggyback off what you're saying about it takes time, and you know, uh, it's a process, and just and 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 to uh, the 49ers' credit, 
they they did build this team from the draft. And so it took them a while to get there. And it just it, it may seem like overnight or over one season, um, them going from four uh, four wins to going to the Super Bowl. Um, but they had the same squad, and I think it was just taking them a minute to gel or get it to work out right. You know what I mean? And I think that's what you're going to see with the Cleveland Browns. I think they're going to take a step forward as well. And, and, and I think last year, just like I suspected, that there was going to be a sophomore slump for um, uh, Baker Mayfield. And that's that's basically what it was. It was his second year. He didn't play well. We see this all the time with quarterbacks, even Cam Newton. The, the rookie year he had. Hey, whoa, whoa. Yeah. That Baker Mayfield, I'm going to tell you something. As long as he's quarterback for the Cleveland Browns, uh-huh. they, 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 the Browns will go to the Super Bowl, but it's going to be the one in everybody's house. And they close the door <laughs> when they sit on their throne and contemplation. Let me tell you something. If you really watch Baker Mayfield, Baker Mayfield has poor mechanics for one. Two, he makes poor decisions with the ball. When you look at a lot of those interceptions that he threw, he didn't. He he read the play wrong. He he went to the wrong guy. When you mm. really go back and you watch Baker Mayfield, Baker Mayfield made bad decisions in key moments on the game especially in third downs and especially in the red zone. And he yeah. put his defense in too many compromising positions. So um, sure. unless he can really get that turned around, you know, and, and, and he stay off commercials and stay in his playbook, then they might take, they might actually be competitive and be good enough to be third in the, a, in the, in the NFC and uh, the AFC North. And I would hope somebody's in his ear just like that. Like, look, Okay, this is your this mm-hmm. is gonna be your third year. It's time for you to buckle down. If you want to extend, keep playing here, or if you want to be a Tim Tebow and and get sent all over the place before you actually get sent out of the NFL, then you know keep doing what you're doing. But um, I, I'm I, I, I'm I'm waiting to see what he does this year. I'm just I'm just waiting to see what he does oh. this year. And that's why I said if he could be better. You know, I'm gonna give him. I'm gonna give him a pass with a sophomore slump, and then if he can be better this year, the Browns would definitely be better. Uh, I, I'm, I'm gonna take because they got the to talent. Just back on that. Just to piggyback on Baker Mayfield, everything you said, I, I totally agree with. But on the outside of that, you have to look that he's had different coaches. Hmm. And, you know, he different systems and what, what? How long has he been in the league? Three years. This, this will be his third. He, this will be his he, third year. He, He's going on his third year, and his first year in, um, when when they when they um, when they hired the family guy husband to become the head coach last year, <laughs> he was still playing in the same system, and he regressed. Okay. He regressed last year throwing more picks, and you look at him and look at the, his throws on third down, uh, especially on third downs and in the red zone. So. Okay. Um, now he he transitions to a new offense, new new coordinator. You know, hopefully this new head well, coach. Hope, hope they got, can be, oh yeah, hopefully got a quarterback coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah hope he's got a good quarterback coach. Okay. And it's hard for it's hard for a quarterback to be successful when you're going through this many changes year after you know you're in the league three years and you're going through three. Uh, uh, either two different systems and three different coaches. It's just kind of it's it's tough. But so I, I kind of give him a pass. I think he's a 
He's a guy that wants to do well, and uh, you got to wait and see. You know, I mean, three years, you just got to wait and see what this dude, because he came in um, with strikes against him already because of his height and, and all that stuff and his his mouth and just willing to go on a party and stuff like that. So you kind of got to see if, if there's going to be some, some mentor or somebody grabbing by his collar and be like, hey, man, you know, we, we got something here. You got two of the best wide receivers in the, in the NFL and, and Odell Beckham Jr. And um, Odell Beckham Jr.'s uh, butt buddy, uh, what's his name? J- 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 Darius, J- Jarvis Landry. Landry. Uh, so, did you say but? Did you say but, buddy? I, I I was stuttering. I meant to say just buddy. It just came out but but oh, buddy okay. but buddy. Okay. <laughs> it was a stutter. Right, uh, <laughs> but but he uh, he's got the wide receivers. They got a good defense, man, and 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 um, I think they got a, a a decent running game as well. And so uh, the pieces are there. But it's just one big piece that's that's gotta gotta uh, <laughs> that's gotta uh, fit fit the the system, and that's Baker Mayfield. Uh, so Whoa. I'm laughing because I know you laughing too because you trying to say this with a straight face. <laughs> really, you think they're gonna be competitive with Baltimore? Really, you think that with Ben with with, with Ben Roethlisberger coming back and with the Steelers defense? coming on like they did towards the end of the year. You really think – and I'm going to tell you something. If Cincinnati happens to get Joe Burrow, the one thing I can say is this. I believe Joe Burrow's first year he'll come in and he'll outplay Baker Mayfield. Why? Because he came from a post-style system down at LSU and he played against elite competition and was sure. so, so consistent. Even though it's one year, but at the same time, though, um, I think that 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 that's a that that should definitely be a concern to Baker Mayfield because right now you at the bottom really looking up and and, and yeah. until Roethlisberger leave, do you really have a chance to worry about the Pittsburgh Steelers? And then with Lamar Jackson, you know he's not going to outplay him. Look what they did last year. Well, I know, <laughs> I know, and and again, here we go with uh, uh, Lamar Jackson and the uh, sophomore slump. Sophomore slump. Uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? We we got to see how how well he plays and how uh, defenses respond. Because you know in the NFL, you ain't gonna be able to do the same thing you done last year. They're not gonna let you do that. And then he won the MVP sophomore year. Um, that was no sophomore slump with Lamar Jackson. That was his rookie year, right? But he, he no, he, that he was his second year. Remember, they put him in the year before. Remember, they put him in the year before, I think, when he had six or seven games left. Mm. And then he played yeah, four that's right. against that's right. San Diego in that playoff that, game. That was his, and then that last was his year. Yeah, but this is his first year. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah, yeah, I see so, what you're saying. I see what you're saying. This is so, full so year this is full year in the system. But you have to remember, this is really his second year because he didn't play the first year a lot. And teams... If you notice, even in the playoffs, the adjustments made to contain him, you know, because he did not look good at all in the playoff game. So teams are going to model that. They're going to try to do things and put in schemes for that. So he's going to have to get better. Um, Not taking anything away from him. But I I don't think Baltimore is going to be as good as they were last year. Not not because of the yards, coach. I, I get that. I'm, I'm not. Well, I'm just saying. I don't think 
the reason I don't think Baltimore will be – because usually when Baltimore has a good year, the next year is not that good. Yeah. They, they, they 30... fluctuate up and down. And the only reason I know, because I'm a fan in the division, and I'm not saying yeah. that for the Steelers because I don't, I don't know what the Steelers are going to do because they don't. You know, shit, we need a lot. We need, right. we need a running back. We need a whole bunch of stuff. But the defense, <laughs> I have to admit, since they picked up Kirkpatrick, that mm-hmm. that changed the whole that yeah. man that because mm, I, I had to give credit when that that was probably the best move and the Steelers don't draft like they don't trade in the middle of the season but that move right, right there was a one and and thirty six hundred yards nowadays is is that's kind of mediocre I mean if you ain't throwing for four almost if you ain't throwing for forty six hundred yards then you ain't really you ain't really doing it and I think that that goes back to um, he later on in the year he, tra- he they tried to run him too much. I believe. I think he's got a great arm. He 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 can be a pocket passer, but mm-hmm. when you only got tight ends to throw to, you know, you can't really do much. I mean, his his biggest receivers are tight ends, so I think you got to get him some uh somebody to throw the ball to and, and keep him in the pocket and let him uh let him do his work with his arm. And just let him let him use his legs when it's you know no other options. Secondary, right? Yeah. So yeah, that should secondary. be something because he can run, especially when they're not expecting him to. So he he does his best work when he's in the pocket, and and these guys are scared, are scared of his arm, and then he and then he can run. And I've seen this in the playoffs that it was like he was running like every down because it seemed like the um the defense understood that he's only going to go to the tight end so let's just shut this tight end down and you know make him run the ball so get him a couple wide receivers in the draft you'll see a whole oh, uh, and I think Baltimore will can continue but as far as Pittsburgh uh cuz cuz I mean we're talking about Cleveland here so uh as far as Pittsburgh uh I don't, I don't, I don't know. I think Ben Roethlisberger is done. That's just me, but I, I believe he might be done. He might not make it through another season. So, you know. Well, uh, the, re- the reports out of Pittsburgh is, um, from what I've been hearing, they say he's good. But I look at it like that. He's looking real good. He's yeah. thirty-eight years old. Still hit that field, and it doesn't, it doesn't take much to hurt yourself. Yeah. And so, you know, you you could just be getting up in the morning and step on something wrong and then, you know, 38 years old. Um, so if 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 he is not anywhere near of where he needs to be, Pittsburgh is done. I don't care. I don't care what happens. If, if he don't make it through the season, Pittsburgh is done. Yeah. Why these fools won't draft a quarterback or try to get a good quarterback is beyond me. But, hey, that's a whole other different story because I sure was hoping we'd get Somebody, um, I can't think of the boy's name. He just hey, found Carolina. That's where I thought we was going. But oh, Teddy Bridgewater. Was, yeah, that, hey, was, that was wishful thinking. Yes, sir. <clears throat> Good thing for Pittsburgh. Pick up Andy Dalton. Draft your boy out of Oklahoma um, that left Alabama. Um, what's his name? Um, uh, um, Jalen Hurts. Uh, Jalen Hurts. Draft Jalen Hurts. Yeah. If they can catch Jalen Hurts in that second round, and you get Dalton to sit for a year, I mean, or or, or to play, or even to play in the Roethlisberger, but you know what I'm saying? That I think right. that'll yeah. be a that'll be a great move for them, and that may regenerate Dalton's career mm. if, if Ben goes down 
and something. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I, I tried. Absolutely. absolutely, absolutely. Hey, JT, you got an over and under for us before we get out of here? We got about five minutes. We can go a quick one. Yeah, I got one. All right. Is it over? Is it under? It's time for JT's Over Under. Over Under. Over Under. All right, JT, what you got for us, man? All right, man. Tonight, ESPN debuts The Last Dance, the story of the 1997-98 Chicago Bulls team. Starting at 9 o'clock, they will show uh, 